Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Breathe in the Truth with Rafael's Insights. I'm your host, Rafael's Insights, and it is a pleasure to be back with you guys. And as promised, today is the story of what happened two days later after I had my spiritual awakening in the way that I did. And if you've already watched episode one, then you understand what I mean by the way that I did. That was just a start. As always, I, I'm always going to say that it was just a start because my actual spiritual awakening lasted months, almost a year. Because there's so many different things from my my mom experiencing stuff, from me experiencing stuff, from my family experiencing stuff, and it was all surrounding me. It was an interesting few months, we could say. But this story here is, it, it takes place on a base. Because again, I was in the service, and I just recently got out, and, and I'm I'm done with that part of my life. I have a different calling, and which is why I'm following this path. And I know this is the path that I'm supposed to follow. And again, if I can give you guys some confidence, some insights, some knowledge about how did I go through my spiritual awakening, what happened to me, and tell you guys to not fear it, then that's what I'm here for. So with this unique story, so before I had the spiritual awakening with this younger girl, I was already talking to somebody that had just recently showed up to where I worked at, to where I was living. And he, this person was new. He was new. He was a soldier, which is really insane. And I'll tell you a lot of things that he told me during this story. Um, but it was an insane experience. And I, I have never repeated. I've never, I've never had that, that repeat itself. And it's, it's insane. But so just to understand, this person was a real person. He was not a stranger. He was not somebody who I just ran across. He wasn't. It did not happen in a dream. It happened in person. So before I went to this girl's house, I was already talking to somebody who had just recently showed up to my workplace. And he didn't work where I worked, but he worked in the same location. If you, if, I don't really want to say like base we're gonna say location right so he worked in the same location he had just showed up he was brand new had just gotten out of basic training from what he was telling me and um and we had already started talking i was a friendly person and i was i was talking to him and we were just like chatting i never hung out with him though now the crazy thing is after i went to this girl's house and i had this awakening I noticed he got very aggressive in terms of text messages. He started messaging me very aggressively. We need to hang out. We need to see each other. We need to go out. I'm hungry. Let's go eat something so we can talk. This, this, and that. And he got very aggressive to the point where he could be a little bit like, um, I mean, if, if I was dating this person, I would say they were an abusive uh, boyfriend. Or if I was married to this person, abusive husband, right? So it, it's it's a really crazy experience, right? So... I, in my youth, was very dumb, and I said, okay, let's go, even though this person was being very aggressive, and I noticed it, and I, I went to go pick them up, they were staying at the at the building where new people, newcomers stay, and I went to go pick them up, and we went across the street, because there was a pizza hut across the street from that building, like down the street from that building where this person lived, and I went to go pick them up, and I noticed something very strange, I said, I said to myself, there is something very, very different about this person. I don't know what it is, but ever since I was little, I've always been able to look at people and read them, understand them, know everything about them. 
And that's just been me. That's just been me my whole life. So when I looked at this person and I couldn't read anything about him, I was confused. And so forth. We 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 went to Pizza Hut. We got off the car. And he just told me, before we got off the car, he was like, what are you staring at? And he goes, you can't read me, can you? And I was so confused as to why he said that. I was like, I was so confused. I had no idea why he was saying that. I was like, wait, does he know? Does he know I was trying to read him? Does he know I could read people? And so we get off and we go to eat pizza. I had a ring, right? And this ring I was wearing it that day. And this ring had the father's prayer on it, which is very significant in this story because this is what started us in this conversation. So we we, we go into the pizza hut, we order our, our stuff and we were going to eat inside, right? We order food and I sit down at the table and I'm sitting there and I'm still staring at him and I'm so confused as to what is it that I'm that I'm not seeing? What is it that I don't understand? What is it that that I'm so confused about with this person? And he points out my ring because he, he was get, he got his food. He sat down with me and he points out my, my ring and he goes, oh, I noticed your ring. It's similar to mine. And I go, oh, yeah, uh, my dad just randomly found it out of nowhere. And like. He didn't know he, he asked around whose it was because he was at a gym and nobody, nobody said it was theirs. And he he went to the front and nobody claimed it. So he kept it. Um, and he brought it to me and he gifted it to me. And I told him that I was like, oh, my dad gifted it to me. He found it and he gifted it to me and I always wear it. And, and he goes, it looks like my ring. And I go, yeah, I know. I noticed it. I was, I was staring at it too. And it, it looked very similar to mine. He goes, yeah, he said, but I have a very unique story over this ring, but, um, we have a, it's similar to how you received it. And I was just kind of like, well, what is he talking about? And then he proceeds and it gets like the night just gets stranger and stranger and stranger. So he proceeds and so he proceeds to ask me a very strange question. He said, am I good or evil? And I looked at him and I was like, what the heck are you asking me that for? And he goes, am I good or evil? And I and I don't want to be messed up. So I told him, you're good. And he goes and he laughed. He chuckled in like this very creepy chuckle. And he goes, you're wrong. And I'm in that moment, I was like, what in the world did this person just said? Is he just like telling me that he's evil? Should I be getting away from this person? And I got chills all over my body and everything in me was telling me, get away from this person. This is the devil. So we proceed. This is where it gets even more interesting. So we proceed and, and he knew I felt that because he grabbed my hand when I went all of a sudden, when I felt that he was the devil and it went away. And that whole feeling of me trying to get away from him went away. And he proceeds to to tell me that me and him are similar. We come from the same place. And I was very confused. He says, we're very, we're very much alike, except, except that I am much more older than you. And I've been doing this for much longer. And I was very confused. In my head, I was thinking, is he talking about spirituality? But I wasn't sure, right? And so he starts telling me how we're similar. And then he starts asking me to tell him my deepest, darkest secret. That's where it got even more strange. And I was like, I don't know you. I said, I'm not going to tell you. And he goes, 
I just want to teach you that nobody holds you back other than yourself. And I'm just confused sitting there like this person just I've, I've first time I've actually hung out with this person. And he's asking me about my deepest, darkest secrets, which I did have one. I do. I do have some. And well, for today, I'm going to keep it a secret. I'm not very I'm not very shy about it. I've, I've come to terms with what happened. And it was something that happened to me in my youth. And his person's asking me this. And then he proceeds to tell me, do you know what what that deep darkness is that I'm asking about? And I go, um, yeah. And he goes, well, let me just tell you. And he starts telling me that that darkness that he's asking about is that darkness that we all as humanity box it up and try to lock it away in the back of our head and he says that it's always clawing in our eyes and that it's always trying to get out and he goes that's what i want to know and i was i'm not going to tell you that i'm i don't know you i'm not going to tell you that and he goes i'm here to teach you lessons and i was like what do you mean he goes i'm here to teach you lessons your first lesson is the only person that stops themselves is yourself. And I was so confused because you don't have this type of conversations with just anybody, right? I, I, I would hope not. And um, this person proceeds to do that. But the craziest thing is he grabs my hand and I start telling him my deepest, darkest secret. And I something happened to me when I was little. That happens to a lot of people. I've come to terms with it. And it's definitely abusive. It's definitely not with my free will. And it happened for a long time. And this person asked me about it. This person asked me about it. And I, I somehow told him. And he chuckled. He laughs. And he, this is the craziest thing. Because when this happened, I was in elementary. The craziest thing is he he laughs and he goes, I remember that. And he's laughing. And I'm like, what? And he goes, I was there when all of that happened to you. I watched it all happen. And I was, and I, again, instant chills this is the devil himself i need to get away and again he grabs my hand he grabs my hand and it goes away again and as we continue our conversation he proceeds to to tell me to ask him questions and uh and i did i start trying to ask him questions crazier you're probably thinking can it get crazier it got crazier (laughs) Um, and this person starts uh, telling me to ask them questions. So I do, I say one word of my question and he answers it. And I'm like, what the heck? He answered it like without me having to say anything. And it was the answer that I, like, it was crazy. And I try again. Again, he answers it. He lets me say about one word in the question and I, and he answers it. And then I go, uh, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm reading your mind. And I'm like, what? I'm like, there's no way you're reading your, my mind. And he goes, yeah, I'm reading your mind. And I, and me, out of a rebellious thing, I proceed to ask him the next question. And when I ask him the next question, same thing, said one word, and he answers the question, and I still proceed to ask him the question just in case that he was just BSing me. And he gets really mad. He slams his hand on the table and he goes, I already effing told you that I'm reading your mind. Don't do that again and he gets like really mad and he's like yelling at me and i was like what the heck and i was like so confused so confused i at that time i was so confused i had no idea nothing like this had ever happened to me so it was the first time i've ever experienced something like this so then he proceeds to start telling me about his ring he says remember i told you that 
me and you are so much alike. Let me tell you the story of how I got this ring. And it gets crazier. He says that a very long time ago, he remembers when he was in a very dark place and he entered the church. And and at this church, he was helping the priests and all this other stuff, right? And at this church, he said that one day there was a prayer that he would always pray. And then one day he was cleaning something in the church and he turns around. And when he turns back around, the ring is laying there. Which is why he said that very similar how my dad got it and how I, how, how I got this ring. It happened to him. The ring just appeared out of nowhere. And same thing with my dad. The ring just appeared out of nowhere. And he he looked around. There was nobody around. And he says, I got it from, from my father. And I was like, but nobody gave it to you. And he's like, and he pointed up to the sky and he goes, my father. So then we get done with, with eating and we proceed to go to the car. So when we go to the car, as incredible as this sounds, I stayed in the car with this person for another hour. So the story continues. He proceeds to tell me how he got the ring from from his father. And then he goes, I remember falling. And I was so confused when he said that he remembers falling. And I asked him, I was like, you tripped or something? Did you did? Did you trip on the way over here? Like, what What do you mean you remember falling? Where did you fall from? And he said, from heaven. And I was like, what? How do you remember falling from heaven? He goes, I remember the day that the angels and God kicked me out of heaven. And it's why I'm here. And then he started proceeding to say, I effing hate mortals. And he always referred to humans, humanity, as mortals. Every time he mentioned humanity to me. He said, I effing hate mortals. And then... He tells me, I even wrote a song and he starts singing this song that I like, the only way I can describe his voice is angelic, demonic. I have no idea what it was, but it it just did not sound like a regular singing voice and I will never be able to recreate his voice, but it it left me like even more confused than what I already was. Then he proceeds to ask me again, am I good or evil? And I told him, we already established that. I can't read you. I I don't know. And he goes, think. And instantly it clicked. And I stopped. And I and I said, well, he said, let me tell you. And I said, no, hold on. I, I understand. And I told him, you're not good or evil. You're more in between. You could be very evil if you choose to, or you could be very good. And he, and he laughs and he giggles. And he said, see, I told you I was here to teach you lessons. He said, you're, you're correct. And he goes, let me tell you a little bit about myself. He starts telling me if I knew Lilith, if I knew the angel of death. And I was like, no, I don't know either or around the time I had no idea about the spiritual. Right. So I was like, I don't know either or I've heard about Lilith. And he starts telling me that he likes sex magic. And and this is in that very interesting topics. Then he starts telling me that he likes the angel of death because the angel of death, what what the angel of death does is he will whisper sin into your ear and According to him, right? He'll whisper sin into your ear. And if you decide to do that sin, he'll take your life right then and there. And then he proceeded to talk about Lilith. Tell me who Lilith was as well. And he basically told me that the angel of death, he's just like him. And that's why he likes the angel of death. And then he also told me that Lilith, he likes sex magic because of Lilith and and this, this and that. A lot of different things about Lilith, he told me. But things just got weirder and weirder. And I think we finally reached the point where he asks me, what happened two days ago with that little girl and I froze 
I completely froze and I looked at him and I was like, what are you talking about? And he goes, I told you I was reading your mind. Tell me what happened with that little girl. And I told him, I can't tell you that. I can't tell you that. They don't want me to tell you that. They tell me not to tell you. And he goes, who's telling you that? And I go, I can't tell you. And he again manipulated me. And eventually I told him the angels. And he goes, I have something similar to that. They helped me find my shoes. They talk to me like they talk to you. And I've already told you, me and you are just alike. He goes, remember, I'm here to teach you lessons. What happened with the little girl? And eventually he got it out of me and I told him what happened to the little girl. Again, he chuckles. He laughs. Very malevolent. And he goes, I know. He says, that's why I was pressuring you to hang out. He says, I was there. I was watching you wake up two days ago. He said, I was there at that party. He goes, and I knew this was going to happen already. That's why I'm here. That's why I just showed up. You think it's a coincidence why I just showed up to this location? I already knew this was going to happen to you. I was waiting. We've been waiting for a long time. I told you, me and you are just alike. And the only difference is, is that you're new to all this. And I've been doing this for a very, very long time. Then he starts telling me that I need to accept the darkness, that I need to just accept the darkness. And I said, I'm not going to accept the darkness. I'm, I'm made out of light. I said, I'm pure light. And he said, and he chuckles and he goes, and he kind of got frustrated because I rejected it. And he goes, you have to accept the darkness. He says, even though you have light, you also have darkness inside of you. And every mortal has darkness inside of you, inside of them. You have to accept it. And I refused it. And he got very mad. And then he proceeds to start telling me how he hates humanity. He hates mortals. Remember, that's the word that he used, mortals. He hates mortals. And that he started telling me why he was good and evil. He says, the thing about me, he's like, I hate, I hate, I hate that I have to work with mortals, that it's my duty to work with mortals. But the thing that makes me good is that I was, I will build them up into whatever I want them to be. But what makes me bad is that I will destroy that mortal completely until they're nothing and then build them up to whatever I want them to be. That's why I'm good and evil. He tells me, he goes, you think that's a coincidence why I'm working at a hospital? He says, I love being in hospitals. He says, I love being in hospitals because I like to see how easily and weak mortals' bodies are, how easily they pull apart and tear very easily, and how weak they are. It just got crazier and crazier and crazier. The last thing that happened, there's, I think there's a little bit more story, but let's just end it here because the last thing that happened, he asked me for my name. In, in the service, you'll go by last names. And he goes, I know your last name. He goes, what's your first name? And I go, don't you already know? And he goes, no, tell me. And I tell him, like, my name's Raphael. And he starts laughing, very malevolent, very evil. I, I cannot even describe to you guys what I felt every time he laughed. And he goes, and I go, and I actually, I tell him, why are you laughing? And he goes, think about it and I stopped and thought about it and I go I know why my name's Raphael and there's an archangel named Raphael and that's why you're laughing and he starts laughing even more and he goes you're exactly correct see I told you I was going to teach you lessons and he finally gets off my car and walks away after he said that and that has stayed with me since it happened and then afterwards, I told my mom the story and she experienced some paranormal activity 
right after I experienced it. I called her and she said that all the TVs, after I hung up the phone and I told her the story, all the TVs turned off and on and they stayed on red screens throughout the whole house and like some weird stuff were happening. Like she couldn't even believe it. It was a really crazy experience for me and it was only the beginning, still the beginning of my spiritual awakening. But my entire, those entire months, it was good and evil trying to pull me to their sides. And it was pretty much, I guess, up to me to choose. Very interesting, very interesting experiences. But that one, that's one of the ones that I will never forget. That specific time. Thank you guys so much for listening to Breathe In The Truth with Raphael's Insights. I hope you guys enjoyed this story. There's so much more stories that I have to tell you guys. Again, let me know what you guys want me to talk about. I hope you enjoyed this story. Because these are real life stories. These aren't stories I'm making up. These are my spiritual experiences. And I even even in one of these stories, God appeared to me. And I'll save that story for another day. But thank you guys so much for listening to me. Thank you so much for watching me. Thank you so much for everybody who loves and cherishes me. And you guys have a blessed day. Love and light. Bye.